Raising Grace Studios. Shout out to Par Hopper Golf Apparel, uh, Two Pilots Distillery, Nobles Networking, uh, shit, Gridiron Coffee. I don't know why the fuck I don't ever write this stuff down. Uh, Project K9 Hero and uh, all the rest of the sponsors on the show uh, and our management and distribution company, Red Circle. Uh, today, the biggest letdown in Nashville. Um, Miss SJ, <laughs> if y'all just saw her fucking mouth just drop when I said that with her popsicle, uh, what's up killer? It's good to uh, actually, it's good to actually see you again. I know. Cause you ghosted me in Nashville. I didn't ghost you. You wanted to do stupid shit. I told you I wasn't doing stupid shit. You were it's, wearing a fucking kilt. You were already doing stupid shit. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you something about me real quick. Like even as good as you look. And you look damn good while we were there. I'm damn good now. Don't act like I don't look good now. I'm in pajamas eating a popsicle, and I still am cute as hell. You do. You look good. I'll give you that. (laughs) I'll give you that. But I told you beforehand that I was not doing stupid shit that I didn't want to do. You wanted to go do the stupid shit, and you deserved it. It was your birthday. I'm not going to be a buzzkill. Like, the way I looked at it is you should have been able to go do it. It's your birthday. And if you wanted to hang out later on, good. But I was not going to the places that I was going to be miserable at because it was my trip too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But to be clear, I was being dragged by like a 120-pound Barbie down Broadway. So, like, I look back and you're gone and I go and get in my phone and, like, nothing. Yeah, because I wasn't finna bitch. You're a grown-ass woman. I didn't want to bitch at you. Like, I didn't want to make you feel bad. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's fixing to be like, hey, I'm going back over here. I wanted you to go have a good time. You could have let me know instead of just, you know. I think, we, bo- I think we both knew. I think we're both adults. I think I had made it clear <laughs> that I was not doing stupid shit. And the second I realized that I was going to end up being somewhere, I was going to be miserable. And you were going to notice, obviously, that I was miserable. Yeah. I, I just didn't want to put myself in that environment, honestly. No, I mean, that was a fun night. It was a wild night. And, like, St. Patrick's Day was not what I thought it was going to be. Oh, uh, yeah. Show. Yeah, if you'd have went to the fucking good places, it would have been. I mean, I went to some good places. Like, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. And we hung out with, like, this crazy crew that night. Um, but, no, I just – I was, in, like, waiting for the Josh Terry experience, and I definitely did not get it. When you left. When y'all decided to go to a place that was made for tourists, which yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. You're a tourist. I'm a tourist technically. I don't live there, 
but all my all my friends and family do so i know which places to go to and which not to go to when y'all told me where you were going for about two seconds i was like <laughs> i want to hang out with sj this will be fun and then walking down broadway i was like fuck this i know where i'm going all right i'm not about this life no and honestly like having done broadway now I, I see its appeal, but then I also understand your take on it because after three nights of it, that fourth night, we went to Printer's Alley and I had so much more fun, so much more fun than Broadway. Printer's Alley, it's, it's better, but it's still not the part that I wanted to show y'all. Like, it's still not the part. Okay, but we went to AJ's and like, we AJ- were not drinking we were not drinking yet, but me and my cousin were there in like lingerie and stickers on our nipples. And that crowd was a bit older. So we were very judged standing in there. Every wife hated us and every husband was scared to look at us. You didn't give it time. No, you're right. Cause I was not drinking enough. Well, <laughs> I was that, like, I can't stand here any longer. That ain't my fucking fault. Nobody told you not to drink. No, yep. I'm just saying, like, the outfit choice was questionable that early in the night. I knew. I, you know when I knew, though, that, like, all of us were going to go our separate ways? Hmm. The Uber ride on the way there? I was having so much fun on the w- way there. When y'all, like, told the Uber driver to turn Aretha, I was like. No, that was my cousin, not yeah. me. Well, your cousin fucking sucks. Uh, She's just a younger generation. When she told her to turn uh, Aretha. And put on whatever the fuck she wanted to hear. I was like, you. I don't even remember what it was. It was trash. <laughs> whatever fuck it was, it was trash. That was a bad. She was a badass Uber driver, though. She was fun. All Most of them there are badass. Most of I them, agree. I did not have really one bad Uber driver when I was there. I will say the next time I do go, I'm definitely staying downtown. I'm not getting an Airbnb. I spent so much money in freaking Uber. <laughs> I swear on my life. That's all we did was just like get in the Uber and go here and all over these places. What was so. fun? What was crazy too? The girl who uh, stayed with us the whole time too, Kristen. I ended up seeing pictures of y'all like later on. Kristen stayed with us the whole time. I did. Kristen, you fucking have pictures with her on your. Uh, uh, y'all took pictures together. Pictures of anybody named Kristen. Yeah, you do. It's uh, her, like her Instagram is like Hollywood Gaga or something. Well, it's maybe on her Instagram, but not on my Instagram. Well, anyway, y'all took pictures together. Y'all even took like a video together. No, no, shit. we didn't. Yes, no, fucking not did. on my account. No, we didn't. Y'all are y'all obviously. Hold on, because her fucking she just liked one of my pictures. It's right here. Um, where is that? Let me see if you can even see it. Um. Where the fuck is it at? I was saying it wasn't on mine. No, it's on hers. I know I'm not. Well, rude that she didn't mind. even freaking tag me in it. First of all, she's yeah. violating all the rules. Yeah, no, I know she did. I just can't find it right now. Um, but no, I know she did. She took because I remember and I was like, where the fuck was I at when this was going on? Because it's in the middle of the street in Nashville after in middle of Broadway after they had closed off everything um yeah i don't remember that at all i do remember like at one point my cousin stops in like an intersection when they had closed it down and took one of the like police officers and started blowing his whistle 
I do uh, remember that in the straight, but I don't remember whoever this is you're talking about. I'm trying to find it because it's going to be like <laughs> right around here because there's pictures of, I know I didn't imagine this. I'm pretty sure you did. I didn't. Because I have no idea who this girl is and I wasn't ever tagged in anything. So no, because y'all are like literally in the fucking middle <laughs> of the street and it was just fucking random because she's covered in tattoos. Um, where the fuck is it at? I don't remember this at all. Yeah, no, it happened. I mean, it, not surprising. I, I mean, no, you were blacked out drunk. Uh, I was not blackout. I remember just about everything. I think you're making this up. No, I have to. I got to find it. I got to get her to send them to me because I know maybe she just didn't post them. Maybe it's in my uh, text messages. It could uh, be because I don't. I don't. I wasn't tagged in anything. Yeah, uh, cause it happened. Um, cause I was I was very like I was I was taken back by it, cause I just didn't understand. I, didn't I had, understand what? I didn't understand how like y'all knew each other, but cause y'all were on the show the same week. Y'all literally were on the show the same week. I and, know. I uh, know. For the first time, and I was like, it's just a small fucking world, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe if I saw her, I'd know who you're talking about, but I don't remember taking videos with anybody in the street. Yeah, that happens. They're not on my phone. I know if they were on my phone because <laughs> I don't have any recollection of this, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Um, it was a fun time. It was a really fun time. I feel like that was the craziest week. Like there was just so much going on in Nashville that week, like the concerts and uh, St. Patrick's Day and everything, but I will say that's probably one of my favorite places. I was actually supposed to be there this weekend, and then I ended up with yet another round of this awful strep throat, so I didn't end up getting to go to the the things that I had planned this weekend. You've had strep throat since you left Nashville, right? I have. I've been on three different rounds of antibiotics. Well, usually it just takes me one round and a rocephin shot after I leave Nashville, so you fucked up. No, I don't have anything. I mean, yeah. it was a wild okay. time. Okay. No, I actually got my test results back today and I'm completely clean and clear of everything. I did actually test positive for strep throat. Um, when <laughs> yeah. I had my tonsils out. That's what that's what we're calling it these days. <laughs> I swear I'm alive, it is. Chlamydia if it was something else, I'd throat. own it. And I'd be like hunting down those little MFers that gave it to me, but that ain't it. I promise. It's okay. Everybody catches chlamydia now and then. Ain't it? it happens. No, I don't. Not this girl. No. Oh, no, sir. whatever. Uh, it's okay. But no, I love that city and I will be back often. Yeah, okay. I, I'll be there in two weeks for a week and I can't wait. Awesome. No, I'm I there. wish I was there, but. I'm there a lot, though. I love it. It's, it's like a second home to me. Now, that's where, like, I was telling I was telling you like you when you were texting me about like stuff y'all was doing. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Like it just, I've been so much now that the only reason I go to Broadway is see my buddy Blaine play. That is it. Outside of that, I don't give a fuck about going. It just, it's not appealing to me. Uh, you can, there's so many other great places you can go that it feels like the real Nashville. No, and I, that's what I want to experience next time. Like, this was my very first time. Yeah. I wanted to do all the party things. It was, like, St. Patrick's Day. So, I wanted, like, I had all my outfits lined up. I wanted to definitely, there was an agenda to that trip. And it was just to get drunk and to be a bit promiscuous. Those, those yeah. were my goals. Um, I accomplished both. 
I heard. <laughs> I, me- I remember getting the text message. What? Telling me that you were busy on Saturday afternoon. You had. Oh yeah, I was, I was a little busy. I was a little busy. I did a tell all on my podcast. It it was it's done quite well. <laughs> um, but I'm going to Atlanta in May, and if you want to drive your country ass up to Atlanta to hang out, I'm. When are you going? When are you going to be there? Hold on, let me look at my calendar. Cause I'm, I'm, I think Kat invited me up there for her birthday, like the second, the 16th or something. I'm going the 12th, 13th, 14th, and 15th. I think that's around then when I'm supposed to be there. I had to uh, look, I can't fucking remember. I'm researching my, researching stuff for my podcast on there. Uh, okay. So, cause we all know that like yours is definitely more one lane and mine is another lane. Yeah. Yours is about dick. Mine's it's about not all things. It's, it's about, not just about dick. Excuse me, buttholes and pussies too. How dare I? How dare you discriminate? How dare? How dare I make it just about one thing? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. mine's definitely about a few other things than that. I mean, You're, mine's about everything, but not as like wholesome as yours tends to kind of be sometimes mine's I'm, not ever really wholesome no it's okay you're actually probably the only person i'm gonna have on my show that's like not wholesome anymore why i i just kind of I, I can have a conversation with you that's probably outside of that shit yeah yeah like you you're just not all about like i give you shit about it because that's what your show's about right but even like when you hung out with us in nashville for the little while you did uh uh you, you i don't even remember us, if that ever even come up in conversation no it didn't yeah. i mean y'all were staring like eyes into my stickers for sure bitch but... your titties your titties are bigger than i am and you had a see-through mesh shirt on with shamrock it pasties a, on it your was nipples. a bodysuit and they weren't pasties they were stickers that i cut with my cricket machine because i couldn't get pasties in time or you or you couldn't find pasties big enough for your nipples to be covered no my nipples are actually very proportionate i think you've seen my nipples and they're very proportionate uh i don't remember <laughs> this sounds about right You're like i don't remember send me more <laughs> like every other guy did ever. you see see how smooth that was oh um, it wasn't that smooth i'm on to you mr terry it's okay i tried to be smooth uh but no um no you you're just different like I enjoy, I enjoy having conversations with you. Same. Uh, I do find you very different when you're in work mode and when you're in like not work mode though. What do you mean? Like you are very outgoing and like, you know, your craft and like, I love watching you work, like just sitting there at that table, watching you work and just picking up on other people's energy. Like it's, entertain- it's just sitting there is entertaining. You're very skilled at what you do, but when you're not behind that mic anymore, it's like, you get so quiet. Like, it's like you can't shut you up when you got a microphone in front of your face. But like, as soon as that's gone, there, I'm like, are you okay? Are you having a stroke? What's happening? Well, I expel so much energy into this. Like, I, feel that. I also, like, when I'm not doing this, I like to hear other people talk. It's my job to pull out a conversation from you or i if the conversation's weak i have to do a lot of talking so even like the show that you uh joined me and jesse and dustin for that day in nashville i was hungover as fuck like and it wasn't the best show because i didn't feel good if i would have been 
feeling better, I would have made everybody at the table better. It was kind of a subpar show, but it, it was, was because fine, though. I don't feel like it was subpar. Well, well, when you have it's subpar in my mind because you had three people sitting there that's all very talented. Jesse and Dustin, very talented musicians. You're very good at talking. And then I, I'm good at what I do. I should be able to pull out a conversation better than what I pulled out of that. It's, I think we were all hungover, though. I feel like it was a fair, like, I feel like we, it was good. But, I mean, I didn't contribute much. But I was very much enjoying the situation. Like, I was just enjoying just, being there. It's just for me, walking away from something like that, when you know that you have the talent at the table you do, it makes me not necessarily feel bad. But it's like, I want to have that one over. I want to have that one over. I want to feel better. So even like when we left that, that night, that was on my mind. So that's probably one of the reasons I was a little okay. bit quieter because it's, I know that I put out a subpar product than what I, than what I could have. So yeah. like, like this is, this is my job. This is my livelihood. If that was the first episode that someone listens to and they've never heard me before, you don't get a second chance at this shit. They're not listening to another episode. I feel that 100% like me and my podcast, it's something that I'm struggling with because I feel like right now it's not anything that is bringing me in any revenue, but I enjoy doing it. Like it's fun and we have fun with it. And I do think it could be something one day. So it's like, I keep pushing hard into it, but like there are other obvious streams of revenue that I have that make me more money. But at some point I have to realize like, I need to follow my passion or I need to do like chase the money and I can always chase money, but I definitely want to do things that other people get something from other than just getting off. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Me and, uh, it's funny you say that. I just got done doing a show. I don't know if you know who Kate Stinson is. Kate Stinson is, uh, she's an old friend of mine. She, uh, she's like 26. Um, she's been doing social media past several years. She's lost her account a couple of times on a couple of different platforms, but she's been over a million on most of her shit a couple of times. She's an African-American girl. She's beautiful, but she's a conservative, or she was at one point in time. And she does a lot of gun promotion. She does a lot of stuff like that. And people just fucking don't like her. But the people that love her, love her, support her, buy her brand, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time, been on a bunch of trips and stuff together. And um, that's one of the things that, like, we were talking about a while ago is uh, at some point in time, you got to figure out, like, you can still push your passions but you got to realize, like, if this is going to be your career, you got to find what makes you money, too. Like, you can't just Absolutely. you can't invest all your time and effort in this shit and not make a dollar off of it. Exactly. Exactly. And I have even learned, like, from just being in Nashville and the exposure that I got while I was there because of people that I hung out with, um, I'm finding that it's hard. Not that I have as like I've you've, you've interviewed some big people in Nashville, big people in Nashville. And I, I'm always just shocked at the opportunities that they're given and they deserve most of the opportunities they're given. So now people are like, not that I'm, I don't feel like I'm even at a level where I can compete with them. Not that it's even a competition, but I don't feel like I'm to that level. Well, I have people, you know, have reached out and want to do a B and C. And then I'm like, I jump on it. And then like, it starts to settle. And I'm just like, this is not my brand. Like this, this sounds like an amazing opportunity and I love it. And I think that I could do something for my brand, but if we're here promoting your brand, that, 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 that's not what I do. And so it's, you have to figure out, you have to have those like 
long, hard talks with yourself to figure out like, okay, is this going to get me where I want to go? If it's not, and it's not necessarily going to push, it's going to push me back as far as what I'm trying to represent in my brand. It's, it's hard. Cause sometimes you have to walk away from some big money or some big exposure and I won't ever compromise what it is that I'm trying to create for a dollar. I have, I've it's said, not making many friends doing that, but that's okay. You're not supposed to. I said, even back in the day, it's one of the things that got me in trouble in radio. I always pick your morals over money. You can never go wrong as long as you pick your morals over money. That is why a lot of people on social media do not like me. Some of these bigger folks that have bigger accounts don't like me because they've heard some of the things I've said, not necessarily about them, but maybe about kind of the things they do. And uh, like some of the people that do these battles or whatever, Oh yeah. I tried to get, somebody tried to like rope me into that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sit here on TikTok live and beg people for money. Like I, that I don't need their money. Like I don't understand this, the point of this. I do fundraisers for charities on there. That's the extent of what I do, or I sell my merchandise. I'm not going to do any of it because I just don't have time. My, it's just, I, I want, like, I have a brand and a, in a direction that I want to go yeah. with SJ, with a podcast, with things that I want to do. And I don't need to be going like I go live because it helps boost your posts. Yeah. TikTok wants you to go live. But I realized that there are so many people that are like migrating away from TikTok and away from Twitch to go to YouTube because YouTube's paying more. And they want they're being very competitive with their platform because they want to be the number one. So it's like getting while it's art like like TikTok was, you want to get in while it's early and that way you can capitalize on it. Everyone that was in early on TikTok already has verified accounts. So they're, they're set. But if you're trying to make a new TikTok account now and trying to grow and be an influencer, you're going to fall on your face because of all the safeguards that TikTok's put in place. Well, first off, first off, don't ever try to be an influencer. I don't want to be. Yeah. There's too many people. That shit pisses me off so bad. You're the people that set out to be a influencer or a public figure are it's fucking cringy. stupid. Yeah. You're either going to be somebody that people listen to and they take their opinions to heart or you're not. Mm-hmm. If, if you want to be somebody like that, somebody told me a long time ago, they said if the people who make the best Kings in this world are the people who didn't want to be Kings in the first place. Absolutely. And that Absolutely. is, I don't, I just, a person who is a, by definition, in my mind, the person that influences others is somebody who is being their genuine self and other people gravitate towards them. Absolutely. Yeah. You're not following a fucking trend. You're not doing, you're you're being yourself and people like that you're being yourself. And like the videos that I've gone viral on are just me talking. They're not an audio. They're not anything. It's just me being genuine. And I've just, I've learned that like, I, when I try to tell people what it is that I do, I'm like, well, I'm not an influencer. Cause I'm not trying to influence you to buy anything other than like, maybe influence you to have a little bit more sex, but like, that's it. Or like, I would consider myself like a personality. Like I am myself. I am who I am. I talk about the ridiculous things that happened to me. And I'm also very spicy in the way that I deliver that information. And but people are like, oh, well, why aren't you working with all these brands and doing all these things? And I'm like, because I'm not a sellout. Like I can make money in a more genuine way representing my own brand than peddling somebody else's shit. Yeah, I, I've uh, I've turned down a couple of things because with those things come stipulations. 
Absolutely. And it's not that I don't need the money because some of it, I'd like to have some extra money just like everybody else, but I'm not going to make my whole social media accounts about sponsors, about whatever. I think too many people get wrapped up in that shit. And it's such a, it's such a tune out factor. It's such a turn off factor. It's like, I don't care. It's, but that's, it's, it's crazy though, that there's, that are like, there's people in the industry that we're in that that's all they want. That's how they measure success is by how many brands they have back them. There's this one girl, I'm not going to say her name because I just don't name drop for anything. Yeah, don't. Um, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> but she, in her group of friends, they're very well known on TikTok, on at least my side of TikTok. And, um, she doesn't even care. Like she doesn't even put time and energy into creating like organic posts. And, but these brands are still paying her a ton and she's just laughing all the way to the bank, which is like, you know what? Good for you, sis. But at the same time, it's like, you are creating, you're kind of part of the problem here because people are chasing that. And you're, if you don't want it, then give it to the next person and represent yourself in a more authentic way and do what you need to do. Don't just sit here and take money from brands. If you're not like, if you're hired to do a job, do the damn job. Don't half-ass it is my thing. So if you're willing to take money from these companies, then give it your all. Like you're representing your own brand, your own brand and people aren't doing it. And it irritates the shit out of me. Like I've unfollowed people because I'm so appalled by it. Yeah. That's why I do shit my way. I li- I literally, I, if you go listen to like the, the podcast, we have ads that run before you got ads that run in the middle. You got runs ads that run after our management company sets all that shit up. I, unless it's a, like an exclusive ad that I have to read there, there are commercials that have already been cut by whoever the fuck did them. And they're just placed in there. Like I don't spend my time doing that. When you get to a certain point, you literally just, you can do your job. Somebody else takes care of that shit for you. Like if you're good at what you do, you you know, I'm not tooting my own horn or anything, but I don't have to sit here and worry about like kissing somebody's ass. The people that I read at the beginning of the show are people that have helped this show. People that Mm -hmm. I, that I like people that have actually made a difference either in the community or people that have actually really done something. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't fucking read their ads. No, well, my thing is, is I don't have ads at all because like, like I said, I'm not like generating any income, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. Like I enjoy doing it. And you know what, if I never ever gain a dime off of it, then that's fine. I don't care. I'm not doing it to like become, you know, a number one trend in podcasts. I know that that likelihood of that is not going to happen for the mere fact that everybody and their brother has a fucking podcast. And some of them shouldn't be podcasts but but but, see you you look at it wrong though with your social media platform that you have if you the only reason i post at all on any of my accounts i have started posting way more now than when i used to work in radio because if you look at it like i do my podcast is my job. Everything I post on social media is to drive interest towards me. Driving interest towards me is going to drive interest towards my show. I'm marketing myself. I hate posting shit. I literally, everybody thinks that like I get off on it or I like it or what. I really don't. But if you don't drive interest, like you're your own marketing team. Absolutely. You have to. You fucking have to. It makes me cringe sometimes when I have to take a goddamn selfie. 
Oh, See, I, I love the like I love the selfie game and like being my like telling like the random things that happen in my day, which then obviously feeds the podcast because those are the stories that people want to hear. So that's how I'm like advertising myself. But like I'm not out there pounding pavement, knocking on doors saying, hey, please be a sponsor of my podcast. Like I'm someone who if I build the brand, I know that they will come and I'm confident in my ability to do that. But I find that there are so many people that are so trying to keep like keep up with the next podcast or keep like just keep up. And they're not actually trying to figure it out. What is their brand in a sense to where if they do have a flood of people that come, are they going to sell out? And you have to have a firm foundation, in my opinion, of what your brand is before you can get to that point. And I'm still in like the I'm not crawling. I'm walking, but I'm like toddling a little bit I'll, right now. I'm, I'm going to teach you a very, very valuable lesson right now. All right, Mr. Chair, give it to me. You said earlier, like the personality thing, right? Okay. The people that are good at this, people that are good at radio, the people that are good at television, as far as being a personality, they're good at being them fucking selves. The only people that are good at this, the people that are going to keep growing as far as I'm not talking about like TikTok, social media or whatever. I'm talking about like a voice you have to listen to, a face you have to watch are the people that are good at being themselves. You are your brand. The reason why I'm fucking good at this, because I don't want to get on here and fake anything. No. The, the stuff that comes out of my mouth is genuine for the good or bad. I got a woman that's coming on my show next week that called and asked me about being on here. She's going through some shit right now, but I've done uh, some concerts with her before and uh, like her social media she's going through some, some shit. And I made it very, very clear to her. She got accused of a lot of shit, stealing some money, uh, some other stuff. And she wanted to drive down here from North Carolina. And I made it very, very clear. I actually know, I think what yeah, the situation yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. And I made it very, very clear to this woman because she's been nice to me. I like two sides to every story. I made it very clear. Like you can come do it, but you're going to get the real fucking me. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the hard fucking questions. I want to know the fucking your truth. Mm -hmm. And if I don't. Yeah, here, if I, feel, I feel like it, you're full of shit. I'm going to say I'm going to because I've told people they were full of shit on this show before. And mm -hmm. if you don't have a good reason to back it the fuck up. Well, you're going to like a fucking, you're not going to look well. You're going to look worse because I'm not that person. Exactly. Having the ability to look somebody in the eye and either praise them or tell them you're wrong, but not belittle them and kind of be like, do better is, yeah. a, is a quality that a lot of people don't possess. I'm, I'm, I'm decent at it. I, I can fucking sit here and have a conversation or a debate with you without it turning into an argument. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's where I don't ever have to change up. I, and yeah. Yeah, I honestly think the same thing about you, even though like, you know, we got to get away from the dicks, the pussies and the buttholes all the time. Wow. Uh, that makes life more fun. It does, but it's not sustainable. No, but the thing is, is I don't talk about like X-rated everything all week long. I talk about like, you know, that is part of my personality. Like I'm a hypersexual person and I own it and I'm okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that, that a woman can own her sexuality and be confident. And you know what? It's not my fault that a man, you know, sexually harassed me or like said something because of what I wore. That's a cop out. And that's, I'm, that's bullshit. And I say it like it is, but I'm not going to change 
the way that I present myself for anybody because people respect it. And there are other women that need to hear that someone like me exists and has done a, a has done it in a way that is, I don't know what's the right word. Um, not trashy in a more like eloquent way, I guess. Like I am a Southern belle through and through, but I also have a mouth like a sailor if I need to be. And I can go toe to toe with any man if need be, but I'm not going to, cause I'm better than that. See, that's the best way I've ever heard you describe your show though. <laughs> that right there is how you actually get more people interested in it. I yeah. like, I like fucking with you because I know you actually have some like something to you. If, yeah, I'm not just a pretty face. Yeah. And that's one of the first things that I said to you was like, I'm not coming on this show. If you think that I'm just another pretty face, cause that's not me. That's not my brand. I will never be that. Yeah. And I could tell that from the first time we talked. That's why, I, like I said a while ago, you are somebody that I will fuck with. You are somebody that I will have back on the show, you know, every couple of weeks, every couple of months or whatever. And well, you need what... to come to Atlanta when I'm there and I'm going to drag you with me on some of my, I, I just want so badly, Mr. Terry, to just take you and embarrass like just make you just turn 50 shades of red by all the things that come out of my mouth. I will go ahead and tell you there's probably little to no chance. <laughs> I hate, I, I, you have to understand. I already have such bad anxiety issues as it is. I'm comfortable. Well, just get you drunk. It doesn't matter. I'm comfortable where the fuck I'm comfortable at. Uh. I, I'm comfortable in my environments. And I do like, I do like going to new places. I don't get me wrong. I do like trying new shit. But, okay, well, I'm trying new shit too. But, so you can come try new shit with me. But you're picking goddamn Atlanta. And I can only imagine the type of fucking places you want to go in Atlanta. So uh, the reason that I'm going to Atlanta and the reason let's, that let's it, fucking hear this. This ought to be good. So I recently did an episode, which by the way, I probably like should turn on one of my lights or open my window or something because it's getting very dark in here. Oh, and that's like right in my face. Hold on. Technical problem. You're good. <laughs> Take your time. We're only recording. <laughs> um, okay. So the reason that I'm going to Atlanta is because friends of mine are part of the swinger lifestyle, so to speak. Yeah. And now just hear me out. I'm listening. I am intrigued by it because of the relationships that I have had in the past. That is just something that I just, with the partners I have had, that just would never work because somebody would, it just would not work. But I am fascinated by just the relationships and how they work and the ins and outs and like just I'm just I'm just fascinated but I feel like there's so many people that are also equally fascinated by it whether they're for it or against it they just don't know so I did an episode kind of on that but then it kind of pivoted to kink like different types of kink that are like trending <laughs> So, but the thing is, is like people, I'm just the girl that 
I have no filter and I don't get embarrassed. And I'm just going to say and ask the questions that everybody else is too scared to ask. So if that means me going to Atlanta, going to a sex club and just like being a fly on the wall, just like standing there, just experiencing it because there's so many people that are curious, but won't ever experience it. So yeah, I'll go ahead and tell you, uh, that's a no for me. <laughs> that's a 110% no for me. That's there's no there's no part about that that I like. You're not curious about any of that. No. Why? Like to me, I just I just don't understand how people can't be curious. You all right? So things. it's not that. All right, I'll put it to you this way, and you obviously didn't catch on to this in Nashville about me. I clearly didn't. Okay, I literally am the type of person. I don't I don't chase like sex i chase passion no, like okay, I, 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 I get okay, that okay, we're not talking about okay, we're not okay, talking okay. about that though i know but listen 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 there dickhead i know what i'm not gonna even it's i'm gonna see that and i already gonna i already know in my heart like that has, does nothing for me it I, doesn't do anything for me either but okay i don't have to see it to know that i'm not gonna like i'll put it this it's way. one of those it's like somebody puts a candy jar right in front of you no. and it was like don't look at that candy don't no. even look at it that's what i feel like this lifestyle is like i'm curious i'm not going to be I'm part not. of it i don't think i could ever be part of it in like a regular basis by do, any means do you know how self-destructive that is if i know that i'm not going to be part of something i don't need to even fucking tempt myself with it but it's not for me it's not a temptation for me it's just educational like I don't need to educate my shit with stuff <laughs> that I don't need an education on. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I don't, I don't, because I know that if I ever was involved with a woman and like, and she said that she was about that lifestyle when we first met, it wouldn't matter how much I cared about this woman. I would be uninvolved with that woman the next minute. Yeah. Like I, I, it would, I would never share the person that I was in love with or I had feelings for with anybody else, a man or a female. Now, okay. So I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. If you were in a committed relationship, say you're married and you've been married for a really long time and you get to the point where your wife's like, look, like I'm missing something in life. Like I, I love you. I love everything about you, but like, there's just more that I, I need. I just need more. Would you walk away from your wife uh, that you have built this relationship? She's your best friend just because you can't give her one thing. I think she's already walked away from me. No, she hasn't. Yeah, no, she she's ha been a hundred percent. No, in I this tell, scenario, she's been a hundred percent loyal. She's been loyal to you. She's trying to communicate with you. Y'all have a very open relationship and she's communicating like, look, I feel like I've missed out on some things in life. I love our family. I love our situation. I love you. You're my person, but I, I need, I need, I need more. Like you can't expect you to be everything to one person. That's unrealistic. Uh, yes, I can because no, I, you can't. I, yeah, yes, I can because I expect the woman that I marry to be everything to me. Okay, so you're gonna it's say a, that it's, it's not a, gonna boost your it's, a, it's not gonna it's boost your ego. It's no, but it's not gonna boost your ego when some young 20-something year old girl hits on you at a bar no. or flirts with you or gives you eyes. No. When you're married. That's you're smiling, you're full of shit. It no. is gonna boost your ego. No, it's not because I'm telling you, I, I'm straight up fucking telling you. I have had nights with women 
that I have not kissed them, slept with them or anything. Just had a connection with that woman to where literally I bullshit around all the time about the sipping whiskey, listening to music with a woman and just having a good time riding dirt roads or whatever. There was nothing physical at all that happened that night. I would rather have that night with that woman, whoever it might've been at the time, then fuck somebody else that meant nothing to me. I'm, I'm not saying okay, that. that's not but, it either. But when you find the person that every single day is, you would rather just maybe just be around that person than sleep with somebody else. You don't fucking think about somebody flirting with you at the bar. I've got, I've seen it. I've seen it with people. I've, I've seen it with our grandparents or what I'm still a person that believes. Okay, but that type of, that just doesn't exist anymore. Yes, it does. It's people, it doesn't exist for you. Just because it doesn't exist for you doesn't mean it doesn't exist for me. I have friends that are happily married, but they, it, they're not swingers by any means. But like, yeah. being in a relationship is hard and it's work. And I didn't for say it wasn't hard and it wasn't think, work. No, but I'm saying for you to think that you could be everything everything to one to your wife and she can be everything to you that's kind of in my opinion unrealistic i don't think i don't think it's unreal why do you get married in the first place because that's your fucking person if you are gonna make that tell you i clearly made the wrong choice okay well that's probably why you're jaded on it but that's also but that's also why i've never been married is because i believe in it that strongly when i find it and i'm that obsessed with a woman if, if there ever comes a day that she feels like she's not that obsessed with me, then I would just rather her tell me. Mm-hmm. And instead of me blocking her from being happy, I would want her to go find her happiness. But what if you make her happy in every aspect of everything? You are her everything. But she wants a foot long dick to in her asshole. If that's, I'm telling you, I just don't think it works like that. I think when you find your person, I don't need, I don't know. I, That's why I'm going and I'm trying to find the okay. answers that well, I'm that, trying to find. In my mind, in my mind, when you have your person, every fucking check mark is checked. Every box is checked off. But you realize that not every single day, every check mark is going to be bo- checked off. Yeah. You're going to have fusses. You're going to have fights, but. It's how you respond and come back from it. And sometimes that's the hardest part. Yeah, yeah, but you're talking, you're talking two different things. You're gonna have you're gonna have fuss and fights, but you're not gonna want anybody else. There's gonna be certain situations that you only want the person you're with for certain things. You when I when I get married, I don't want to imagine myself kissing, loving on anybody else, not even fucking dancing with another woman. Okay, and I, I and I and, I and I hope that she fucking feels the same way. If she doesn't, then I don't want to get married. I don't want I want exactly what our grandparents had. And a lot of people but say I that, want it, that too. But yeah. I just have come to the realization that no, you've come to the realization that you're settling that it doesn't exist. I have yet to have anyone actually show me. Yeah, but who, but in all, in all fairness, in all fairness, you're allowing yourself to sit there and think. So the people that you have conversations with, like most men aren't fucking open about it. Most men don't probably want that. I want it. I don't feel, I don't feel like it's fucking weird me saying it. I don't, I don't mind being vocal about it because I've literally gone this long of my life and I'm going to keep going. 
I literally, in my head, I think being with the the right person for one day of your life is more valuable be, than being with the wrong person for 40 years. Oh, agreed. So, agreed. So you just, you, you don't settle. Like you, you no, don't, you don't settle. You no, I'm, and that's my thing. I won't ever settle, but I want to understand other people's perception on why they want to share their partner. I find it intriguing. It's not something that I honestly think I could do. I don't think I could do I, in reality. I would love to do that because I feel like it would be an easier way for me to deal with some of my issues but it's not realistic. And that's why I know that I'm not ready to settle down or even to really, truly, honestly give yeah. dating a shot because I don't know what I like now. I don't know what I want. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out who I am and what I want out of life. And I don't know if that's a partner or a like marriage down the road. I don't know, but I am curious about how that type of relationship and you, and you should and you should there's nothing wrong with it i'm not knocking you for no, I know. Oh, I yeah, know. yeah i'm not knocking you should you should definitely find out what is your passion in life yeah it, it, my passion in life is my kids and well no that well you, and you that know. can't be my yeah. only passion and yeah. that's what i'm struggling with right now is like uh, i'm pouring everything into my job, like I'm technically doing three jobs. I'm a single mom of four. Maybe this is why I can't get rid of my strep throat, but because <laughs> it's chlamydia. <laughs> you have chlamydia of the throat. I do not. I swabbed my throat and everything. I don't, yeah, um, right. but I don't, my marriage was so traumatic for me. And I don't feel like that is what love is. And so every guy that I've dated since my marriage has been equally traumatic and abusive and manipulative. So it's like now when there's a good guy at my door, I pick him apart because I'm terrified of it happening again. So I make it happen. And that, and, and I understand that there's nothing wrong with like, you rediscovering yourself is important mm -hmm. and you should, you owe that to yourself so fucking much. You're, you're a good mother. You're a good woman. You owe it to yourself because of fucking dickhead. <laughs> you owe it to yourself more than anything, but no, I do. like find your fucking self. Like, and, I've, and I have, and like, and I, I hate the, I hate the, I get it on TikTok and Instagram and everything all the time. They're like, oh my God, how are you single? Like you're going to meet, you're going to meet your person one day. And I was like, y'all don't understand. I have met my person. I've met myself. Like I found myself. And that to me was more important than having a man beside me. Like I yeah. knowing that I found myself is huge, but because I found myself, that's very intimidating to a lot of men. It's intimidating to the wrong men. I don't know about that. I feel like all men are kind of like, okay, she's not fucking around. The men who I, don't, the men who don't know who they are, intimidated. Yes, yes, but I find that it's very common in males for them not to be in touch with who they are. Yeah, see, that's where that's where I know. I a lot of men don't like me. I mean, I know we've probably talked. A lot about of women don't before. like me, yeah. but it's just I have the ability to. Any woman that I talk to, friend, whatever, whether I'm interested in them or not, I just can literally be the genuine version of myself, and I already have it in my mind. I don't care whether we have chemistry, whether we're just friends, 
whatever it is. Like I literally don't give a fuck. And it's not that I don't give a fuck in a bad way. It's I understand that you can't fall in love. You can't fuck every woman in the world. You literally have to be able to just be friends with certain women. Like you have to be able to have a relationship. You have to be able to get to know a woman in, in the first place. And I'm confident enough in myself because I know who I am and I know what I, I want in life. I knew when your punk ass wanted to leave, uh, fucking AJ's to go do whatever. I was like, I followed for just a minute, but I was like, there's no way we're going to get along. I knew, I knew right. The thing the- is, is honestly, the thing is, I think we could have gotten along. I really do. And I feel like we would have had a fun fucking night, but I just go into a certain kind of mode when I'm around my cousin and I kind of, I'm a people pleaser. And so if she wants to go and meet these people, but okay. But, okay. But listen, but listen to it, listen to it. Your idea of fun, and don't lie, don't lie, your idea of fun would have been shaking your ass listening to upbeat music. I don't mean like provocative. Okay. My idea of fun would have been sitting at a bar listening to the saddest goddamn songs in Nashville, and I would have had a smile on my face. So. No, we're very different in that. that, That right there, that right there is how like in my mind that's like my love language right so okay but there's a time and a place because no 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 no, but see that when you're in that environment to me like and i'm not knocking you because no i just so you're telling me that like every time you go to nashville you're gonna sit at just a bar by yourself and chill no i'm gonna sit with my friends and i we're gonna let because all of us like the same thing it doesn't matter what time of day we're listening to that type of music. We're no, listening. Like I like good music. I could totally do that. But to me, there's a there's like if I'm with my girls, yes, I'm going to shake my ass. But if I know ahead of time that this is what my night is going to be, I'll be happier than a pig and shit. Yeah, but see, I'm like versatile. Yeah, but see, like I can gr- do both. Yeah, but see, like I don't necessarily think I want the girl that does both. I think I so want. You the- want somebody home? You want fucking Jim Cleaver at home, like in an apron making you dinner and just being so cool with you just sitting out by fire with your boys drinking every single night and she's taking care of everything uh no i want the bitch sitting on the porch with me with the radio turned up and after all the chores are done that she's cleaned and put everything away and done all that because like first off somebody that has their own life whoever said that nobody said that i literally you just said that you don't want the girl that does both i, I said no. it's my girls no. oh no i don't care and shaking my ass no that's not how i meant that jackass that's not but that's how, how you said it no that's how you took it fucker no I, like no, can I we meant, get a rewind <laughs> no what i meant was even on her girls nights okay. like i would like if she's got if she wants to go shake her ass with her girls or whatever that's cool but I almost want her and her friends or whatever to be like the more country type of girls to where they want to be listening to the same type of shit too. And they exist. Like you have the girls you do, you have the ones that are obsessed with music and the environment. Like we are like, you have them. I see them every single day. You have the ones that they, they'd rather not do the ass shaking thing. They would rather sit there and they'd rather sit by the fire. They'd rather sit on the porch in the rocking chair. That They would rather do that kind of stuff. And it ain't about doing the goddamn chores either because I believe that for the most part, because I like cooking, I do the cooking 
you wash the dishes, I put the dishes up, and we take care of the shit together so we get done quick. <laughs> Fucker. Right. I but in but in my defense, unless I'm on vacation, I am that girl. I am. Like I don't go out. I don't like I don't plan anything. I work my ass off. I sit on my deck. I grill by myself. Like I just do my own thing. But when I am knowing that I'm going out and I'm going on a girl's trip or I'm going out for my birthday or whatever, I'm going to turn it up a little bit. Now, day in and day out, I could not do that lifestyle. I could not live in Nashville and go out every single I weekend. Could, I, I couldn't, couldn't fucking do it. live in Nashville. I would die. Like yeah. I, I would get, so, I was, I was done. I was done with Broadway my third night there. I yeah. was done. And then I was like, okay, let's do something different. I can't do this anymore. It's getting old. It's the same people. It's it, the music. Some of the music is great. Like I love it. And it's I could the sit same and, goddamn set list at every bar besides every bar. AJ's. Yeah. So, and honestly, I think AJ's would have been fine if I wouldn't have walked in in that outfit. <laughs> AJ's would have been fine if y'all had stayed longer and talked to people. Okay, but the thing is, is we both felt very uncomfortable in those outfits at AJ's. It was a bit of an older crowd, and those women were looking at us like, if you look in my husband's direction, I will kill you. There's never been, all the times I've been there, never seen a fight. Plus, if y'all would have held on just a little bit longer, I ended up going to Demumbrian anyway and going to the, the Midtown bars. And my buddy Justin Andrews was playing there, and y'all would have fucking loved losers. It's I'm the sure we would have, yeah. but it was just it was a very awkward situation in those outfits. Like we literally went to the bathroom because we're like, I can't stand here anymore and just stand here because like I a it was very cold and breezy at that one spot that we were at. We didn't have a lot of clothes on. And like we were just felt like we were being stared down. So we well, were just nobody like, okay. told y'all to be half ass naked. That was on that was on y'all. Okay, but like I'm it you've met me. Like you know that I can't just be normal. It's okay. Y'all look good. It was good. We know we look good. Every man literally walked past him and was like, We love St. Patrick's Day. We're like, we know, we know. Lucky charm. No, it was a fun time. And I definitely now that I've experienced Broadway, I feel like I, I'm down to do, like I literally would do anything like I don't have to do it the same but I don't have to do that anymore I've already done it and it was fun but it's it's definitely not my age range if you know what I mean like it's yeah, not I, mid-30s like I don't want to do that every weekend I want to be you know doing yard work and, <laughs> and like landscaping and painting shit and like I want best of both worlds. I want to travel and I want to have fun, but I only want to have fun in moderation like that. So that's why I'm now working my ass off for six to eight weeks at a time. And then I'm going to go on a long weekend to a different city. And it's kind of become my thing for my podcast too. It's just like rating the cities on the level of like attractiveness and nightlife and just all of it. So you're going to fucking hate Atlanta. (laughs) <laughs> i love atlanta atlanta's home babe hey atlanta, fucking, home. atlanta sucks atlanta ain't, ain't atlanta's horrible i don't think so i feel like atlanta's got so much trash i mean there's you're, a lot of, there's you're gonna get shot you're gonna get shot yeah, but it's weird. i'm not i'm not going like downtown my fucking soundboard just messed up Uh-oh. can you hear me now i can hear you now i don't know my fucking soundboard just did something stupid uh but anyway 
Well, I'll tell you what, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. We'll see how Atlanta goes, but I probably can make that. Yeah. Even if it's just, we go to dinner and we do our own thing for one night and you're not out of your comfort zone and we can legit just shoot. Probably still be out of my comfort zone, but we can make that happen. We can't going to get dinner is going to be out of your comfort comfort zone. You have to eat. I'm fucking with you. Yes. I got to eat. As long as it's Taco Bell, we're good. Fuck yeah. All right, darling. Well, I'm fixing to take a piss and be done with this, but, uh, but it was a pleasure. Thank you for doing this and we'll catch up again soon and we'll probably do Atlanta together. Yes, we'll do Atlanta together. Not probably, we will. Tell them the name of your podcast real quick in your social media. So it is basically random with SJ is the podcast. And my Instagram is SJ2 underscores basically. And all my links to all of my social media is in my link in Instagram. All right, folks. Well, thank y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. I will catch y'all next time.